Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo and my man Jay Kells. We are... <laughs> yeah, we are on the line. We're here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. But before we uh, get into all of that, Jay Kells, how's, how's your week going, man? It's way too serious. Like I've been, um, I just watched uh, uh, part of uh, Undisputed earlier today where they talked about Sterling Brown. And oh, wow. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. And then I, uh, not too long ago, I just saw a clip of uh, Stephen A. Smith from First Take. So it was like, and you know, Stephen A. Smith is quasi the black activist in sports entertainment right now. <laughs> so... He was he was uh he was going off a little bit. Um so it's just like it's like man, things it's getting real serious out in these streets. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so yeah, when I um I went to Richmond last weekend and uh my girlfriend was like, you know, be careful, don't be out there in Trump land. <laughs> and I was like, look. <laughs> I was like I'm a black man I'm a black man in America. I was like even at home in places I know I'm halfway looking over my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I was like, it's not even I was like, you know, thankfully I know the Lord, so I'm really not I'm not too worried because <laughs> you know I'm, not too worried. Yeah, not, not too worried. worried. I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm not worried at all. I'm a little worried, but I'm not too worried because at the end of the day I know I know the creator of everything got my back, so it's all good. Well, alright, Kels, let's let's get into it, man, because we we didn't gave him a nice little word to start off this week, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we talked this, about this a little bit last week, but that was with less information. We talked about uh, Styles and Nakamura Part 4. We didn't know what the stipulation of the match at Money in the Bank was going to be. So now that we know, it's going to be a last man standing match. Yes. I'm glad they didn't go the route we were saying they would probably go. Um, <laughs> so bad
we're going to be the winner, can't make the 10 count or whatever. But, um, you know, um, from the last match that they had, the last match they had was pretty good, so they got something to build on. It was, like we said, it was the best one out of the ones that they've had so far. So hopefully they'll build on that and have a great match and then um, come to a clear-cut finale. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, what's your what's your thoughts on it? Um, I was, I didn't, I didn't, I was a little shocked. I didn't think about a last man standing match. Um, so I did think that was a little out of the box because that's not something you see uh, every day, and especially not with uh, with guys the size of Nakamura and Styles. Like usually, you see that with bigger, bigger, stronger guys, where it's like. What can you do to knock them out? Because they're so big. Yeah. But um, like I think the last time I saw a last man standing match, probably I think it had Big Show in it. You know, and um, <laughs> and he got a table put on top of him or something like that. If I'm remembering right, I think that's the last one I saw. So um, oh wow, yeah, I think I believe it was Big Show at a pay per view and. And he got a, he got one of the announce tables put on top of him, and he could literally couldn't get up for the ticket. Hey. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, I'm used to seeing them with somebody like big and formidable like that. Not, um, not with guys their size. So, but I'm again, I I agree with you. I'm glad they didn't go like. You know this <laughs> North Korean death match type thing or whatever. I'm glad they didn't do something crazy like that. Um, I think I think it'll be entertaining. I did see a uh, a meme the other day of um I don't know where they got this clip from, <laughs> but the clip was like a wrestling match and these two dudes, all they kept doing was kicking each other in the groin. Just back and oh, forth, God. kicking each other in the groin, and they said, "This is what Styles and Nakamura's last man standing match is going to be." And the guys like, hey, "We're going back and forth, kicking each other in the groin," and they weren't moving. <laughs> so, that did not happen. That happened. I'm going to turn it off. All right, <laughs> but I think that um, I well, I, I think that they'll probably that'll probably get that 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 aspect of the match out of the way a lot sooner and we'll see a a solid match because it won't be it won't be just watching waiting to see how uh how one guy gets a low blow quicker than the other guy because that's what i kind of felt like the match was going to be prior to uh the announcement i was like all we're going to be waiting for is somebody to get a low blow and the guy's going to win. And that kind of takes the yeah, the excitement out of the match for me. So I I think it'll be I think it'll be a pretty good match. Um maybe 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 all of this is just like a setup for this big grand finale of a great match and we'll see the match that we've been anticipating seeing all this time. Yeah, that's what I'm Yeah, especially especially since, you know, like you said, the, the last match that they had on SmackDown was really good. So I think that that was probably just a everything I think everything is just kind of a setup for this to really be great. So hopefully hopefully it won't be a dud. I'm hoping. Yeah. But I mean I I oh, doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it with 
mean, both guys are, are really, really exciting to watch. So I doubt it'll be. I'd really be surprised if this match was just kind of like, okay, this is boring. Get it out of here. <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> we're we're still a little far out. So I'm, we're not even going to talk predictions yet because. Money in the bank seems so far away, <laughs> but um, it's just, yeah, it's roughly about a we're about a month away, so we got plenty of time to see what what that lineup's gonna be and figure out who we think could win what. <clears throat> but staying uh, staying in the vein of money in the bank, uh, we do know what the uh, the women's lineup is for the women's uh, money in the bank match. So we got. Uh, We've got Sasha Banks, uh, basically the whole Riot Squad. I don't know how they did that, but uh, <laughs> Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. Then uh, Mickey James, Bailey, and Dana Brooke, which I really thought was like random. <laughs> so the women's uh, Money in the Bank match, you got Sasha Banks, Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan. Mickey James, Bailey, and Dana Brooke. That seems like a whole lot of people in that match, but <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> I'm like, y'all basically put the Riot Squad and then everybody they've been beating up <laughs> for the last few months all in a match together. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe it was Monday. Monday night they had a they had a uh, they had a four way match. And they basically the ride, the members of the ride squad in it basically teamed up to beat up everybody else. So I'm mm-hmm. like, is that how the money in the bank match is gonna go? Or <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, and they're probably gonna pick one person to be the to be the leader. Like, okay, yeah, go ahead, we're gonna let you go ahead. You know, and all of them are fighting. I mean, if, if they, I mean, if they do that, I would think it would be Ruby Riot because I mean she's like the, you know, she's like the unofficial leader of of the Riot Squad. So, yeah, yeah, you think, you think, but I honestly don't see them. I don't see them coming out as winner now, victorious or whatever. Um. I'm hoping Sasha Banks gets a push, gets another big push because she really wasn't. I really don't think she got. She finished her her run, the big run. She did. I think she got injured or something like that. It was kind of cut short. I really never. But so, I can't. I can't remember um, who it was, but I remember somebody uh, picking on Sasha Banks because I like Sasha Banks, but they were picking on her about the fact that. She kept she yeah she was winning the title, but she wouldn't hold it very long. Yeah, like she was literally like get the title on Monday, and maybe maybe lose it the next Monday. Like she wasn't really holding on to the title a long time. You think if she, you think she could hold the title for a while if she gets it this time? I think she could. I think she could, even though, even though it's like stacked now. Oscar and and, and uh, Oscar and Naya and then Charlotte she comes back and 
and what's the real thing. And uh, he wound around here. He's kind of daily. You know, it's really kind of stuck now. But then again, you know, I don't think she's good because of stuck. Because she's on so many different directions. So no, I don't think she could. But I think she could at least deserve another, another big question. Man. Third question, Snoop's all perfect. So that's got to count for something. What about, uh, how you feel about, uh, Bailey? Hello? Yeah, how, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm there. Okay, how do you, how do you feel about Bailey? Bailey's cool. She's good. Um, she's good. I mean, her and... Her and uh, I think her and Sasha could bring the house down again. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I think they're kind of moving away from the normal, the normal people. If you think, uh, you know, especially with Oscar and and Naya and Wanda and all those girls, you know, being pretty dominant. Mm-hmm specimens that they are. Um, I can't say, I can't see Bailey doing like a, uh, doing like a, uh, I guess a Finn Baylor type, Finn Balor type, Seth Rollins type character as far as like, well, more, more so Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan type character, like she's a good guy. Everybody likes, you know, she's the underdog at the same time she got to fight up these hurdles and up these obstacles of the, of the bigger the bigger, stronger, powerful women, you know, so I can see her, see them doing that kind of role with her, mm-hmm. possibly, you know. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that working for her. But, you know, she's like where everybody likes her, you know. She's talented in the ring also, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I can, I can see her pushing her. Yeah, I, I know that they, uh, there were talks about her uh, turning heel with the whole the whole back and forth she had going with Sasha and they were, they were supposed to be best friends and now they don't like each other as much. And then it was like, it was like Bailey is too, she's too nice to be healed. Like, (laughs) I mean, she's, she's, she's like the, the female John Cena, like her, her evil is like really, really good. (laughs) So I couldn't see her being like the heel and being, now, like, yeah, I couldn't see her. I couldn't see her pulling like a Nakamura. Like, he was a good guy, and when he turned heel, he turned heel, and it really worked. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see. I couldn't see Bailey. Uh, Bailey doing that, and I, I think. I think they. I think they dabbled in it a little bit because I noticed for a minute, even though she was still wearing like the bright colors and stuff like that, she started wearing darker colors. Yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe I think maybe that's like the them trying to ease it in, because you know normally she has on like the bright neon green and yellow and all this other kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden she started wearing purple all the time, and it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, that's not working, and even her makeup got got kind of darker, and I was like, nah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> I was like, I could see Sasha turning heel because just because she has that. She has that attitude that's easy to that easily goes with that. So it's like you know she's like I'm the boss. I'm I'm this. I'm that. She kind of hypes herself up. So it's like if she turns heel, 
It's like it's, she's really, even if she's considered like a good guy, she's not far from it. Yeah. But yeah. But with this match, the I don't think it'll work for But with this match, though, the person I thought was the the random person to squeak into this match was Dana Brooke. I I thought I thought they were kind of done with with Dana Brooke as a wrestler in any shape, form, or fashion. I thought they were just going to use her as a character since they put her with the um with with Titus O'Neil and those guys, and all of a sudden she was a mm-hmm. um, a statistician, and it was like, where did that come from? <laughs> it was like, okay, yeah. I thought that was random, but I thought it was kind of like it was corny, but it was kind of funny. So yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, they're gonna stick her with them because you know Titus and and Apollo, they they got their their little stick where they're kind of like a comical team. So she mm-hmm. throw her in there. That kind of puts her in there as that. And then it was just like, wait, she's in the Money in the Bank match. I was like, huh? <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, did, I just, I don't know. I mean, I just never really felt Dana Brooke as a wrestler. Yeah. There's another opportunity to get Titus Worldwide in there. Get them, get them to mention. They're going to sneak in there and chill for and, you know, hopefully Titus, Titus might do something to try and help her win, even though it probably won't work. So, all right, move, moving off from uh, from money in the bank to, but staying in the vein of random. <laughs> so, you brought this up to me the other day. I thought you were joking when you brought it up, <laughs> which was Charlotte yeah. Flair. Charlotte Flair having surgery on on her breast implant. Yes. I guess it comes with the territory when you have a women's division. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it was bound. Ba- guess it was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, eventually for real. I thought, you know, Stephanie may have been the first one, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was like I have to I have to look this up because I I was like he he says he's serious and I really don't I really didn't believe you. <laughs> I was like she has a ruptured yeah. breast implant and then it was like. How do you rupture a breast implant? But I was like, okay, that was like, I just can't get too many questions. But this is actually a valid injury that she has, and but then I'm thinking, she's supposed to be in a money in the money in the bank match. I thought, and 
that was like, but they're saying that she is going to come out, like you said, to, to have surgery, but she's supposed to be back in time for money in the bank. Yeah. So I'm like, that's like a month from now. So they said, but if she's back, then that means it was minor and it wasn't a big deal. But if she's not back, then she's, then she's, uh, then it was serious. But I was just like, this is, this is real interesting. But I was like, I mean, like I said, I guess, you know, you have a women's division, it's bound to happen. They have some, you know, other parts that are, (laughs) <laughs> a lot more yeah. unique to injury than what we're used to hearing in sports of any type yeah. from from a male perspective so either way yeah, we exactly. wish Charlotte the best woo yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> did you say you said the best right you did say the best I did say the best. B E S T. B E S T. I did say the best. <laughs> not messing with you, man. I'm not messing with you. <laughs> okay, so moving on to something else a little more top heavy. If you see what I did there. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so it, it's, uh, I guess last week it was being rumored more so than it was actual fact. Now we know that uh, WWE signed a billion dollar deal with Fox to move SmackDown to That's Fox. Crazy. That's crazy. That's a whole That's lot crazy. of body slams, bruh. <laughs> That's crazy. I actually like the move though. I really like it. I like them going to Fox because it goes to USA because Fox gives them a whole other element because you know you think about uh, you think about NFL, you think about football, you think about uh, UFC on Fox. So Fox is used to handling sports and you know entertainment aspect of sports and the presentation of sports. So I think they're going to revolutionize SmackDown and take SmackDown to a whole new level as far as the presentation aspect of it. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think um, it's going to make it that much more competitive to Raw. You know, even though it's the same company, WWE, but I think SmackDown is really going to be able to compete with Raw mm-hmm. by being on Fox because of from the, the entertainment and production aspect of it. I think it's a great move. Fox did, you know, how they... They paid the money, but obviously they got the money. Right. You know, because like I said, they got UFC and they got NFL, you know, and that last card. Yeah, I know. I know we um, we had talked about it before, and uh, with uh, the difference between Raw and SmackDown, and I mentioned that I felt like maybe SmackDown needed like a big star maybe they don't get a a bigger star or a bigger draw as far as uh the roster maybe this is the this is the big draw that they need to kind of push kind of push smackdown into into prominence um you say i mean fox is a fox is a big channel i felt like uh moving it to um moving it to usa 
kind of kept it kind of kept it in Raw's shadow because Raw was already doing really well on USA. Yeah, I think I think um, it being Raw, SmackDown being on a different network helped SmackDown to uh, to differentiate it a little bit from from not some from so much of uh, being the 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 B show as they like to call it. fighters CM Punk gave up UFC a long time ago, to be honest. So, I just, so you know, I don't really keep up with UFC a whole lot. And I remember his, I guess it was his first fight after leaving WWE. He got his tail whooped. <laughs> and the way he looked after that match, he looked like he was done with UFC. Like, that was all it took was yeah. that one match, that one fight, and he was done. So, I thought he was done. Because it just... Yeah. You know, just the look in his eyes just said, "Yeah, I bit off a little more than I can chew." Mm-hmm. And um, I thought he, he had, was, I believe he had a multi fight. You know, he had like a two or three fight deal that he was obligated to. So he was like, "He gonna give him one more try." I went back to went back to uh, trying, and here we mm-hmm. go. We'll see what happens this time. <laughs> but. I mean, if if CM Punk comes back to the WWE, I'm I'm here for it because, I mean, that dude was phenomenal in WWE. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, everybody would be. Come on, CM I mean, Punk versus AJ Styles, CM Punk versus Nakamura, man, dude, they the roof off the building. Man, I mean, I'll take CM Punk either way. You know. Good guy or heel or anti-hero, whatever you oh, want to yeah. call him, I'll oh, take yeah. him either way. <laughs> oh yeah, because either way, Definitely. he was great. It was just like, yeah. I mean, if he's not wrestling, hand this dude a mic <laughs> and, let, and just let him talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was like so. If he if he can if they can figure out whatever whatever legal issues they have going on behind the scenes with WWE and CM Punk, if they can work that out where he can come back. That that'll be great. That that would be that would be like the biggest gift, the biggest like Christmas gift from Vince McMahon to the whole WWE universe ever. <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. But that's a um, that's a good segue to this next topic. So mm-hmm. they're in the talks of you know 
Hulk Hogan's mouth got him in a little trouble. He got recorded saying some racial terms. And uh, WWE responded swiftly with the hammer. And, I mean, they booted him out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was pretty much like the name of Hulk Hogan was not breathed. You didn't see any kind of merch whatsoever. Um, You barely see clips of them on like their social media pages like there's there's nothing like the stuff i have seen has been other people who have other pages and stuff posting uh wrestling stuff with him in it but wwe came swift and said no we can't be a part of this they cut hulk hogan loose i mean being he's one of the biggest names of all time in wrestling entertainment so now they're talking about him making a return to wwe how how you feel about it? Um, I feel it was one of those things where it was like I think I think it was a plan the whole time. I think you know, like you said, Hulk Hogan is arguably the biggest name in wrestling, in sports entertainment ever. So it's you can't keep him out. You know, it's it's not as big as the Pete Rose thing. You know, keeping Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame. You know, because, you know, people still talk about P-Rose, but Hulk Hogan to wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan is wrestling. So it's like, I, I feel it was one of the things like, okay, Hogan, we're going to give you a slap on the wrist. We're going to, you know, ban you for a little time, but we're going to bring you back. Don't worry about it. Let everything cool down a little bit. Let people start listening. Start talking about you again. And, you know, when everything calms down, we're going to bring you back. Don't worry about it, big guy. Just take some time off. Relax, you know, chill get the personal life straight, you know, I think it was one of them type of deals. Um, you know, I've heard, you know, I've read articles, heard stuff about, you know, how wrestling was back in the day, you know, a lot of racial stuff, a lot of racial, racial tension in the, um, in the locker room and stuff, you know, in the early days of wrestling, you know, all the way up until, you know, not necessarily recently, but all the way up, you know, through the WCWR mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know. So it's really not surprising, you know, that he would, you know, let it slip or whatever, let it say, uh, or say it, you know, because, uh, you know, one of the one of the more famous, well, I guess you could say famous, one of the, you know, Bible scriptures, you know, people say all the time, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks or whatever is inside to eventually it's going to come out sooner or later. Right. So, you know, um, I don't necessarily remember. I guess I should have went back and read exactly what, exactly the context of what he was saying and how he was saying it and the conversation and all that stuff that was going on at the time. But, um, but, you know, like I said, I knew he was going to eventually come back. You can't keep him out for long. I knew eventually he was going to come back in some form or fashion to the WWE. So, I mean, here's what it is. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I kind of look at, you know, like Hulk Hogan, you know, of course is, I mean, he's, he's an, he's an iconic figure. Um, and I, I kind of feel similar to what you said about like, with like the whole Pete Rose incident. It's not, it's not that it's not that deep as far as him not being in the WWE, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like you you've literally taken a big chunk of 
of who you are and what you've become and taking it away. And yeah. I and I felt like his I felt like his legacy his legacy was bigger than the incident that yeah that it was kind of like just not mentioning him you know it was kind of like wait I feel like something's missing and and then and then dealing with the with the with him using whatever term or whatever how he was saying it um um, I I I appreciate I appreciate the fact that they acted swiftly to try to disassociate themselves from that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um I kind of felt like that that's something, um, you know, that's something that that kind of you know that it makes a it makes a statement to everyone like hey, okay this happened with this person, we're not even though this person is a big part of what we do we're not so tied to that that we can't see something they're doing is wrong and make sure that you don't associate that with the rest of us. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, I appreciate that. And I, and I kind of feel like anybody's, <clears throat> anybody is, is redeemable unless they just flat out are refusing to be, to be. Um, and I think that's just, you know, coming from just beliefs as a Christian that, um, you don't have to hold anything against anybody forever. But then yeah. everybody should suffer when they do something wrong. They should suffer consequences for the wrong that they've done, and they should pay their dues. Now I don't know what he's done after all of that took place, or whatever. But if, like I said, I think his legacy is bigger than the incident because I still don't necessarily think about that when I hear the name Hulk Hogan. I still think yeah. I still think mm-hmm. wrestling entertainment. So, um, <clears throat> and and like I said, I don't know what he's done personally about that situation. Um, and again, I didn't I didn't go back and look at listen at the the audio footage or anything like that either. Um, to know like what why was he saying it? You know what was the context of the situation? Um, also like. If he was using it, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first time. This is just the time that you caught him. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, that's something that's something internal. That's something that's in him. So I don't yeah. you know, I don't know how you I don't know how you can put a time frame on this is how long it takes to get that out of you because this is a grown man who's fifty, sixty years old. <laughs> However old Hulk Hogan is. And um and he's been like he's been like that. So it's like, I don't know, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, this is, this is, this is, this is, you know, this is kind of small, kind of a small thing, um, in the grand scheme of things. It's, like I said, it's not something that I hear his name and I think about off the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think, oh, Ho Hogan's the, he's the wrestler that called black people the N-word. Like, I don't think that, so... So I would like. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's not gonna be wrestling, of course. I mean, he's way too old for that. But um, but uh, it'll be it'll be good to see him back in the WWE in some in some capacity, whether it's just you know he shows up at a special event or something like that, which which, which it probably will be. It'll probably be something like he shows up at a WrestleMania or something like that, and does like a, a little yeah. spot or promotes a charity or something like that. It'll be something like that. So. 
I was like, it's not anything, you know, anything real significant. So I'll, I'll be glad to see him back. Um, I honestly, uh, <laughs> I honestly want to get my fix and get some Hulkamania merch. <laughs> so <laughs> just being honest, that's just the, that's just the wrestling fan in me. I want, I want, a, I want a Hulkamania t-shirt. <laughs> so, so I'm like, bring him back so y'all can put his merch back on the website so I can get him a Hulkamania t-shirt. <laughs> but um, oh, but you had to wait too much longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. But that's how that's how I feel about it at the end of the day. It's like I'm like I said, I'm not I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people that are that there's probably somebody somewhere that's going, Hulk Hogan shouldn't be back because Hulk Hogan did this, that, and other. I'm pretty sure there's somebody somewhere like that. I mean, and that's fine if they're like yeah. that. And it's all good, but that's just not me. And um Yeah, And like I said, and I feel like, you know, this is um I don't know. I guess I, I guess I feel a certain way about it because, like, this is something that I've been with since childhood. So it's kind of like it kind of brings out the kid in me. So it's like the kid, that's what comes out when I think about it. Like the kid in me remembering watching Hulk Hogan on TV when I was like ten years old, mm-hmm. and being like, "Yeah, I want to be like that guy." Like, <laughs> you know, I want to be. Just Big, humongous, strong guy ripping my shirt off in front of thousands of people and body slamming folks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks or months with Hulk Hogan if he returns to the WWE. I wonder if they'll probably make like a big announcement about it if he comes back or maybe he makes a surprise cameo appearance or something that just kind of yeah, like blows the roof off. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It'll be a surprise to just show up one one show or something. Yeah, that'll be good. <clears throat> well, Kel, that's that's all I got for this week, man. Cool, man. It's, cool. been, it's been good, man. Good rapping about the. Thanks everybody just listening, man. I've been seeing the applauses and everything. Appreciate everybody listening. If you call in, y'all got any questions or comments or something, and uh. Check us out on Podcast Republic as well. Yes, sir. Definitely. For our Android users, Podcast Republic, you can hit us up there. And then, of course, for our iOS, iPhone users, you can hit us up on uh, iTunes, uh, the iTunes Podcast app. Just uh, look us up on both Trackstar Sports. For everything for Trackstar Sports, you got you got us with Outsiders Edge with the WWE. We've got uh, the NFL. We've got... Uh, Will Smith talking about the Chiefs and all that stuff. We've got Jay Kells talking about the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> okay, now that we got past that part, we've got, of course, we've got our fearless leader, Rick Sincere, talking about any and everything because he's just a sports guru. Um, we have Miles yeah. Austin, hard in the paint with the NBA. Um, we've got Aaron Simpkins with the Philly Strong. He's coming at you with the Eagles and bodybuilding and all types of stuff. Like, yeah. track stuff, but we're trying to be your one-stop shop. <laughs> so, again, this is another episode of The Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo and my man Jay Kells. Jay Kells, make, uh, make sure you let them know where they can follow you. Hit me up on Twitter. Twitter at uh, Talk. Three one eight. Uh, that's the Star Talk. We talk everything Dallas Cowboys every Saturday. We come to you. the podcast episodes. So download it on 
Monday, uploaded on Monday, should I say, but the show was on Anchor on Saturday evenings. And also, uh, Jake Hills 318, Facebook, Instagram, and also Twitter, Jake Hills 318. Hit me up, follow me. Yeah, yeah go ahead and hit him up and bash those cowboys. Oh, well. <laughs> and, of course, um, you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Damo underscore CN3D. And that's D-A-M-O underscore S-E-A-Y-N, the number 3D. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. And then, of course, you can follow the Outsider's Edge page. On Twitter, and that's uh, the letter X S D R Z E D G E on Twitter. Just that easy. Outsiders Edge on Twitter. So, this is your boy Damo, my man Jay Kells, and we are out. Let's get time. Time. In this corner we have the folk body snatch up